Drama on One. Sundays at 8pm. rta.ie forward slash drama on one. Drama on One. This is RTE Radio 1. Tonight's Drama on One tells the story of how a spiteful tick in the next of kin box results in Tom being made responsible for his antagonistic neighbour's body. As the costs mount, Tom's options dwindle until his sister Paula finds the solution. The local pub is having a karaoke and a barbecue. That's the appetiser. Now for the main course. With listener discretion advised, this is Chopped Liver by Fergal McElheron. He's gone, I'm afraid. Sorry for your loss. It's not my loss. Is there anything I can get you? Or is, is there someone you'd like to call? Nope, I'm... I'm, I'm just gonna go. Oh. Uh, thanks for... Yeah, um... Bye. You will need to see a doctor before you leave. Doctor? Why? Paperwork. Paperwork? I'm Dr. Norton. Is Mr. Adams next of kin? I'm not his next of kin. You're down here as kin. Yeah, well, Doctor, I'm not. You were with him when he died. It, so was the nurse. She's not kin. Yeah, right. And neither am I. The point is, he put you down as next of kin. That's because he hated me. I'm not kin. I'm his... I was his upstairs neighbour. Here, you need this letter what? from me and this information uh, to register on. the death. Regi- why would I have to register? I'm not even You related. have five days. What? What do I do? A quick trip to the births, deaths and marriages office. Fill in a few forms. Straightforward enough. Sorry for your loss. It's not my loss. So if you sign here. Mm-hmm. And here. Mm-hmm. And there. Mm-hmm. And here. Yeah. Then we're all done. Oh, thank God. I thought I'd never get them finished. Hello, births, deaths and marriages office. How can I help you? Uh, okay, so there you go. I'll just head. Oh, wait. No, not you. Could you hold, please? Sorry, you. Sir. Excuse me, sir. Uh, who, who, me? Yes, you. You'll need these for the funeral director. Funeral director? Are you going to organise the funeral and burial yourself? Oh no 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 no! I'm 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 done now. I'm done. I'm not organising. It's good to have a professional take care of things. It's an emotional time when family pass. I am not family. Now thanks for holding. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, here you go. Just take this to your funeral director. They'll sort it all out. And I'm sorry for your loss. That's not my loss. Thousand euro, eight thousand euro. I could do it for 
is seven five. Are you asking me or telling me? Seven thousand five hundred euro to put a body in a hole in the ground. It is more than that, Mr. Curley. I don't want more than that. I, I actually don't want anything. A body in a hole. I'm not hiring a hitman. He's already dead. I just want rid. Eight thousand euro to put a body in a hole. If you could please stop saying body in a hole. But that's what I'm inquiring about. A hole for a body. There is the price of a casket. I don't need one body in a hole. A headstone. Don't need one body in a hole. Flowers. When you fill in the hole with the body in it, I'll scatter seeds. I know you're grieving. I'm not grieving. But I would be if I went along with this swindle. Grieving the loss of eight grand. You can't put a price on a proper farewell. Oh, you obviously can. Eight grand. Eight grand. (laughs) Why is this happening to me? Hello, Curly's Butchers. Uh huh. Wild boar. I don't, but I could try. Fick. Sorry, could you just hold on one minute? Thank you. Barry! Can you take this? I need to answer. Wait, it's my brother. Cheers! Tom. Um, can, can you meet me in the high stool? Sure, when? I'm heading there now, so whenever. You okay? Huh? You sound off. I've inherited a, a dead fella. Oh. <laughs> what? What? I'll explain <laughs> all when I see you. Same again there when you're ready, please. On the way, on the way. Oh, I thought his name was uh, Tony. It was Patrick. Or Alan. It wasn't, it was Patrick. Like I've been saying, he's dead. Aye. Well, sure, sorry for your loss. <laughs> it's not my loss. So, uh, can I put this on the bar to collect money for... Oh, yeah, sure, sure. I'll just... Uh... All right, listen up, everyone. Okay? Right now. One of our regulars, Tony... Patrick. Father? Patrick. Uh, Patrick has passed away dead. And his son... Oh, I'm not his son. You're not his son? I- I'm not family. Well, so then what are you, Gossam? Nothing. I'm nothing. Nothing to him. So then why are you... Do- <laughs> oh, because I'm cursed. All right. Anyway, this stranger wants us to chip in for the funeral costs. Now, all the donations go into this jar here. Rip Patrick jar. That's R.I.P.? <laughs> oh, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't forget, the karaoke is on Friday and the monthly barbecue is this Saturday. The usual thing, you bring meat, but no booze. <laughs> I provide the flame and the booze, OK? <laughs> Weather's supposed to be good. You should come along yourself, you know. Ah, oh, don't sing. Here you go, bud. A euro. Thank you. I'm really sorry for your loss, but... <laughs> it's not... <sighs> yeah, me too. Me too. Hey, Tom. Oh, thank God. Paula, let's sit. Pff, 
that some couple of days you've had. I remember you saying you had a mad Egypt below you, but... Wow. This is on. This is him haunting me. Why does it have to be you? Is there no wife, husband, kids? <laughs> that would require him to have possessed some sort of charm or attractive quality. See, in the four years I've lived above him, he never got post. I never heard a phone ring. Maybe he didn't have a phone. No one ever even visited. I never heard another voice in his flat. Just family <laughs> fortunes blaring at me from below. That's a good show. Ah, not 24-7 with the survey screaming at a million decibels. Oh, he, he has no one, Paula. So he made himself mine. Kind of sad, really. Tragic. It's kind of revenge, really. He knew what he was doing. He did. He left no money for this. Expects me to fit the bill. I mean, even in death, he's a burden to me. Let someone else deal with it. He won't be left to rot in the morgue. The authorities will have to. No, he's testing me. It's stupid, but I am not going to give him the satisfaction by failing to, to, I don't know, bring him to a finish. You made that sound a bit sexual there. You know what I mean. I'm, I'm, I'm stuck between a rock and a hard and a dead man. Tricky. Oh, you've a wee bit of blood in your... Huh? Yeah, you've blood in your neck there. Look, if it's that important, I can lend you the money no, for the no, burial. No, 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 no. The shop's doing well. No, that's not why I call you. I know, you. I know, but I have a few quid. Uh, but, well, I don't, and it's not right that you should There'd have There'd be to... no rush for paying me back. Uh, no, no, we're not paying for a funeral. <gasps> have them burned. <laughs> that's still a few grand. It's certainly more than... Uh, pass me that jar there. <sighs> Seven, forty-three cents. A piece of gum and... Oh, a Milky Way wrapper. Pricks. Look at them. Drinking and laughing. They don't give a toss. All these slops drank with him and chatted with him, feigned and dressed. Liars. He knew where he stood with me. I didn't pretend to like it. <laughs> he knew you were reliable. Last words he ever barked at me. I had screamed at him for the billionth time to turn his bloody TV down. And his reply? Ain't my... <laughs> he knew you'd be the sucker to step up. You're an easy touch, Tom. Always were. Too soft. What's this flyer about? What flyer? Oh, oh I don't know. Karaoke weekend, I think. Karaoke, yeah. And a barbecue. Bring your own... And so I become the heartless animal that won't lay the poor old codger to rest. Him laying his corpse at my door, fine. Me stepping over it. Oh, how, co- how could I be... S- Paula? Paula? What are you... You have a look. I've just had a bloody mad, yet potentially brilliant idea. Oh. It'll work. It'll work. We can do it. Together, we can pull it off. All I ask is that you hear me out. Let me finish before you jump down my throat. D? I don't like the sound of this. D? Go on, then. I'm desperate. 
Right. Take a good swig of that pint. First, we need to get in touch with the funeral home and say we're having a wake. You've lost your mind. Calm down. Calm down? After what you just... Uh, I can't believe that you just suggested that. What, what would that make us? How is that a solution? It's the perfect solution. Just think about it. <laughs> no, I, no I, I don't want to think about it. Let it sink in before you flip out. Oh, Jesus, Paula. Let's get chips. 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 Really, oh, chips. Look, will you just stand still and listen? We'll get a taxi and go to the chip around the corner from yours. I'm starving. I can stay over. Barry's opening up tomorrow. We can calmly discuss it. <laughs> What's to discuss? It's friggin' nuts. You haven't given it a chance. We'll go to yours and let it settle as an option. Chips, tea, chats, and if it's still a no, then... Plan B. And <laughs> what's plan B? I haven't got one yet. Oh, well, we need one because plan A is not happening. Taxi! Hell, Paula, what are you doing? Watching TV? What are you doing? You frightened the life out of me. I frightened the life out of you. Family fortunes. I know he has them recorded. Hours of them on VHS. These are antiques. He has a library of family fortune episodes. Some of them are from the 80s. Have you any idea what it felt like to hear that coming from his flat as I came in? Sorry. I thought he was back. Well, he is. Briefly. What have you got there? An urn. Yeah, but what is it, really? I don't know. It's an urn now, though. It looks the part. Eurostore. Is it for biscuits? I, I don't know. I don't care. I'm panicking, Paula. I was shaking by on this thing. Where, where is he? Huh? Where, where, where is he? Where? You haven't already. Oh, look, he's there, beside you. Where? In there. You wrapped him in a rug? It will have to get him down the stairs and into the van. It's five o'clock in the day. Did you think we were just going to drag a dead guy out by the hair and throw him in my van for all the world to see? Where'd you get a rug? His bedroom. His place seems bigger than yours. Maybe it's just more empty. Oh, he does have a phone, by the way. Paula, I, I can't do this. I don't know what I was thinking when I agreed. I, I don't even remember agreeing. You were right in the pub. The authorities will deal with this. This is... We are doing it. He's here. There's no backing out now. It has begun. Paula. Come on, we're off. Grab an end. Say goodbye to your home, Patrick. But don't talk to him. Why? Because it's creepy. Tom, that's the least creepy thing we're going to do today. Lift after three, okay? One... Oh, Mum knew what we were doing. Two. We're criminals. This makes us criminals. Three. Does this crime even have a name? Lift. I'm lifting. Lift. Yes. Lift. I'm lifting, Paula. <sighs> oh, he's so heavy. How can he be so heavy? Somewhere between a pig and a cow, I'd say. Wait, wait. 
Hey, if you get the van open, we need to stand him up. Are you head or feet? I, I don't know. I just grabbed an end. Why not balancing him on his head? Have a look in. Huh? Peep into the rug. Feet, feet, down the feet. Where, where? Did you take off his shoes and socks? Of course. Stand him up. Oh. People are looking. Oh. We're moving a rug. Just moving a rug. Right. Let's load up. Snooker. Are you sure the shop is empty? Positive. Barry watches that clock like a hog. Believe me, he was out that door like a rocket. Right. Slide him out. Snooker. Yeah. Right through here. But where's the net? Well, each pocket has a net to, to catch the balls. Left. Left. Yeah, yeah. Snooker is the first game that pops into your head when you're asked to name a ball game with a net. Yeah. Football. What about football, no? Do you not have trolleys for lugging heavy meat? We should have just got the morgue to deliver them here. Yeah, because that wouldn't seem odd. A human corpse being delivered to a butcher shop. But is it just me, or is football not the most obvious choice? Drop him here. Right. Roll him out of the rug with me. Oh my God! What? He's naked. Of course he is. You stripped him. Well, he wasn't going to do it himself. So while I was out buying the urn, you were in a dead fella's flat watching old shows of Family Fortunes and stripping him naked. You have a very judgy tone in your voice, Tom, and it's starting to get to me. Why did you strip him? Why do you want his clothes? You could have at least left pants on him. I folded his things and put them in his drawers at his home where they belong. Speaking of clothes, put this on. I could have done without seeing it. Well, John, bloody hell, he's, he's tattooed all over. It's not a tattoo. I marked him up. You what? I marked the carcass. You doodled on a dead guy? I didn't doodle. That's, that's weird. Right, right, stop. You don't get to call me strange or weird. You're here too. Stop being a dick. I've gone from being irritated with my neighbour to watching him die to being in his flat for the first time with his corpse to carrying him to a van inside a rug to seeing him naked on a butcher's block in a week. Fair point. But don't be an ass to me. You drew... I needed to find a way to make this as normal as I can. Otherwise I won't be able to do it, Okay. Do you not think this might be a bit strange for me too? I have to look on him as a piece of meat because that's my trade. That I can do. I marked him up to make him meat. I didn't doodle on him. I made him meat. I'm going beef, not pig. 
Leg for steaks and roasts. Shank for soups, stews, ground meat or jerky. Flank okay, also for I soups, stews, ground meat or jerky. Brisket, same. Stop Rump for roast. Oh, Shoulder, loin, neck. Pause. Just right, stop right, right, painting I... me as a psycho. Well, stop slapping him. Put this on. What is it? An apron. I'm not doing any cutting. Of course you're not. I'm the butcher. I'm the one with the knife skills. We're not here to just hack away at him. That's not what I do. I cut, you carry. Put it on. You've made me angry, Tom, and I don't like to butcher when I'm angry. Sorry. Do you see that plastic container over there? Yeah. But that's where you're going to put the cuts I take off. Where are you going to start? I don't know. There's entrails. When I get a carcass, it's usually gutted. <sighs> right. Primal cuts. He's lean. No one is going to mess with us in prison when they hear what we're in for. <laughs> I'll start with the legs. Leave the torso for now. I can use the heart, the liver and kidneys. Extra flavour. Yeah. It's weird seeing him so still and quiet. I didn't know he had silence in him. He doesn't look like such an asshole anymore. He just looks like an old man. A naked, oddly tattooed old man. This is not him. It's meat. Do you have spare gloves for me? By the saw. Did I tell you Connor left me because he couldn't live with the smell of my butcher's hands? What? He claimed he could smell death off them. Can't even excuse that. I never liked him. Unfortunately, I did. Bring the saw over, will you? Right. We begin. Tom? Yeah? Throw a rag or something over his face. There are plastic bags in that drawer. Should... Should we say a prayer or something? If we were religious people, would we be doing this? Good point. Right. Bye, Patrick. Oh, so now we're talking to him. Ready? No, yeah, yeah, uh, I, I don't know, uh, ready. It's going to be pretty full on. Go, go for I'm it. I'm just saying. Uh, you're, you're stalling. I'm not. I'm trying to prepare you. I'm prepared, go. Right, right, go. Take a deep breath. Here I go. Oh, no, oh, Jesus. Oh, oh. Tom, Tom. Oh, my God. Oh. Don't you dare to... Oh, so deep. Oh, Jesus. Breathe. Breathe. It's okay. Just breathe. This is so messed up. Breathe. 
Get it together. Look at me. Look at me. Don't look at him. Look at me. See? Calm. Be calm. Be calm. I know what it's like. I know what it's like. Calm down. Stop telling me to calm down. I know what it's like. I was like that the first day as apprentice to Flynn. And what did you say, Cut? A, a lamb. I think a lamb. Oh, not a neighbour then. It's, oh, it's hanging off. This is a crime, isn't it? This is a huge crime. Such a massive crime against church and state. Right. Wait. By the container. When I have something for you, I'll pass it to you. It'll just be meat. Go. Don't puke. Go! Wait over there, go! Good. Don't watch. (laughs) That's it. We're done. We are? We did it. (laughs) We did it. We? Yes, we. Look at my apron. I got involved. It's done. (laughs) Hold your horses there, Mrs. Lovett. All we have is a crate of meat. We need to get this into the mincer. Oh. Yes. Oh. And then we have to take care of that. Bones. Bones, entrails, fat. His fat is quite yellow. Like he was grass-fed. It's down to age, though. He was lean. (laughs) This is good meat. Well, do do we not just grind that stuff up and mix it with the meat? Wow. You got over your squeamishness. Well, what do you normally do? Well, the, the cows and sheep and pigs have bones, too. See that hammer? Uh-huh. We're going to break up as much bone as we can. We? No! Actually, you're right. Sorry, not we. You. You are going to break up as much bone as you can and then I'll mix it with my usual animal waste. Over the next few weeks, I can dispose of it bit by bit with my usual byproducts. Break the bones up small. I'll be at the mincer. How small? So it doesn't look human. Start with his head. Just break it up in the bag. How many have we left? These are the final five. I can't believe how many burgers you got out of one man. He was tall. I thought we'd never shift them. He's a hit. Don't point at them. They're loving them. Look at them. They've hardly touched the stuff they brought themselves. They can't get enough. Savages. Vultures. They're good burgers. Oh, so it would seem. They are really good. <laughs> and how would you? How do you, how do you know? You, you did Paula, you didn't. Of course I did. What? When? When I was picking them up after you left, I had one for my supper. What? But I had to test them. Make sure the seasoning was right. Pepper, French mustard, shallot, 
garlic, parsley, tiny bit of chilli. They're really good. You didn't. I always taste the meat I prepare. Oh, but that's... These are great. Why, thank you very much. Have another one. You sure? Please, please. Well, if you insist. Thank you. You should have one. I really shouldn't. You know you are officially a cannibal now. Aren't you even curious? No, no, I... I can, I can safely say I'm not curious. After all we went through to get him here. Shh! Would you stop? Would you stop pointing at the bloody burgers every time you refer to him? He is here in this lovely urn. What did you use for ashes? What? Are, are you just going to make the conversation now after telling me you tasted one of the burgers? Asking what is in the fake urn posing as the ashes of the man we are actually cooking on the barbecue to serve to a hopeful of people is hardly making conversation, Tom. Fair point. What's in the urn? Our survey says <gasps> rest in peace. <gasps> you burned his family fortune tapes. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Big time. <laughs> Just take a taste. Tell me what you think. I added a secret ingredient. The, the fucking meat is the secret ingredient. You know it was his last request. What? Eat me. That's what he said, wasn't it? Why are you saying that to me? The last thing he asked of me. Are you, you trying was... to guilt me into eating someone? You, you're unbelievable. I can't believe you would say that to okay. me. Okay. Thanks so don't mi- taste him then. Thanks a million, Paula. What's wrong? No, I have to, don't I? No. He never did what you asked. Just stop pointing to the burgers. Why should you do what he asked? It was his last request. You said it yourself. Oh. You had to bring that up, didn't you? Forget it then. Oh, believe me, there isn't a single piece of this experience I'm going to forget. I'm not adding denying a dying man's last request to the list. Give me a burger. Are you sure? Uh, of course not. Give me one that's well done. If I bite into it and see pink, I'm going to freak out. Just take a bite and I'll finish it. There you go. No sauce, no? No. You want to taste the actual meat. <sighs> right. Oh, my. my mouth has gone dry. You're supposed to salivate at the approach of food. My mouth's completely dried up. It's just a burger. Right. Here goes. Ah, hi, folks. Um, can I, um... Can I grab another one of those burgers? There's a free pint in it for both of you, huh? D- help yourself. I have to say they're fantastic. I hear they're from your shop, Tim. Uh, Tom. Actually, it's my shop. Oh. Well, we should talk now, Lovine. I could get you to supply this place. Do you kill your own? Because we need good meat like this for the old pies, you know. Well, I, I'm sure we could work something out. Well, let's do that then. Oh, the wife's here, Tim. D- it's Tom. She wants to say hello. Whose wife? The deceased. Whose else's wife would it be? Thanks for the burger, by the way. I'll send her over. Wife? There's a wife? Paula, there's a wife? <gasps> Sense. What makes sense? I noticed the mark of a wedding ring on his finger when I was 
you know, Why I'm didn't you say that before? Well, what difference would it have made by the time I saw it? I'd already butchered his legs and most of his torso. Oh, he wasn't alone. I never saw a wife. How, how could I have not seen him? Did you notice any photos in the fact? Oh, my God, he could have killed Hello? Uh, hello, um, hello, um, uh, hello. Look. I'm Janet. Uh, hello, Janet. Uh, Janet, yes, uh, Mrs. Um, uh, Janet. I'm Paula. This is my brother, Tom. Hello, Tom. So is that Patrick? What? No, not that. Uh, this is a burger. The urn. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Um, I'm so sorry for you, Miss Adams. Janet. No loss to me. I got rid of him ten years ago. There was no loss then either. May I? Mm, cheap urn. He was claustrophobic, you know. <laughs> this is a fantastic irony. So, you and Patrick were... Divorced. I divorced him. How did he die? His heart. Hmm. Didn't know he had one. <laughs> how do you know him? Lived above him. I did. Thanks, Yoda. Uh, Janet, how did you find out about his passing? The, the hospital claimed that they had no information about any family. Oh, he has no family. We didn't have any children, thank goodness. His older brother died when Patrick was in his 20s. Suicide, gambler, bad gambler. Parents long gone. Look, my new husband, Alex, drinks here from time to time and he happened to be in the other day. Said that someone was collecting to bury a Patrick Adams. I knew it had to be him. I knew by the pathetic inconvenience of a collection jar sitting on the bar that it must be for him. Your husband should have introduced himself. I could have included you in the preparations. <laughs> could have got me to pay for it, more like. No. Oh, that's not what I meant. No, Alex said he dropped a euro in the jar. That's more than I would have given. I just came for the barbecue today, and Alex said he spotted you over here with the urn, so I thought I'd pay my disrespect. <laughs> How fortunate that you happened to be in today. Oh, no, I won the karaoke last night, so... <laughs> This is a celebration. Oh, congratulations. Uh, so what rock was he living under? Me? Uh, I, I lived in the flat above him. Awesome. That's how you got lumbered with him. Location, location, location. Alex said you looked pretty forlorn begging on his behalf. That is Patrick. A burden in life and a burden in death. Actually, Janet, I was in mourning the other night. I'd lost a friend. I was with him in the hospital when he died, by his side. Yeah, Patrick was a great man. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think we must be talking about a different Patrick. He was the life and soul of any of the parties I had in my place, or his. Paula will tell you. Uh, yeah. He was fantastic. He was a great listener, too. Very patient and, and generous with his time. He, he, he was like a father to us in a way. And funny. Charming and attractive. Attractive? Attractive. Oh, that twinkle in his eye. Twinkle? Oh, come on, Janet. You can't deny him that twinkle. I never saw a twinkle. Tom. The twinkle. Oh, there was definitely a twinkle. After you two split, Janet, he went and got himself a twinkle. Well, I don't know what to say. 
Have a burger. Here, have this one. No, no, Tom, that's yours. There are two left on the grill. We'll all three of us have one. It'll be fitting. I know you had a troubled past with them, Janet, but, well, we were his family, for better or worse. I suppose. Now, here we go, Janet. To Patrick. To Patrick. To Patrick. Mmm. Mm. Oh, this is good. Mm. Mm. Really tasty. Mm. Mm. Oh, I, I have to give Alex some. Right, uh, take care, Janet. Bye now. Bye, Alex. Mm. What was that all about? You virtually canonised him to Well, she got to trample on him in life. I wasn't going to stand by and let her keep stomping. Here. Do you want me to finish that for you? No, no, I'll, uh, I'll finish it. Really? You sure? Yeah, I, he wasn't a nice man, Paula. But he's a damn good burger. That was Chopped Liver by Fergal McElheron. Tom was John D. Ruddy and Charlene McKenna played Paula. Kate Gilmore was the nurse and the doctor was played by Helen Norton. The registrar was Louise Lewis, the funeral director David Pierce, Enda Oates played the barman and Janet was played by Tara Lynn O'Neill. Other parts were played by members of the company. Sound supervision was by Kieran Cullen. Chopped Liver by Fergal McElheron was directed by Goretti Slavin.